0: So the Philadelphia 76ers handed to the Rockets last night, a 20-point win for our fourth straight. But obviously the biggest storyline of the night was Tobias Harris and his interaction with Sixers fans. Today I'm going to give you my full thoughts on the situation. You are not going to want to miss it. Let's go. Perfect, perfect, perfect. What is going on everybody welcome back on into Philly take with RB no time to waste today man hit the like button subscribe to the channel if you're new and hit the bell so you get all those notifications let's keep growing the family here in 2022 today we are back lots to get into I've been hearing a lot of talk on both sides of the conversation today regarding this whole Tobias Harris matter the fans the uh, culture all this stuff we're gonna get into it man but anyway let's start off on more of a positive note. And uh, just about a little while ago, it came out that Joel Embiid, a.k.a. MVP'd, has won Eastern Conference Player of the Month for December. He's averaging 29.2 points per game, 11.2 rebounds, and 3.9 assists per game on the season. And like the Sixers page here says on Twitter, this is only December, man. What a run. He had a great triple double last night, 31, 15, and 10. It's just, it's really unreal. And shout out to my guy, Sean Bernard, go follow him on Twitter. He says, uh, Embiids per game averages during the month of December, 30.6 points per game, 10.9 rebounds, 4.2 assists, and 1.2 blocks. And it's just unfathomable what Joel is doing right now. 36 games in. We're 18 and 7 with Joel on the floor. And my favorite part about it is that he's shutting up all these haters, these trolls, getting them out of here, right? Because he's little, you know, fraudulent. People that act like they know this Sixers team when they really don't. Like, Joel Embiid is such a generational talent. What he is doing right now, it's it's unbelievable. And he puts on a show every night, and he keeps on working on his game. These behind-the-back dribbles, these isos, these step-back fadeaway threes. I mean, the Euro slam. It's like, how does Joel Embiid even do these things? We say it every game, but what I will say to Sixers fans, do not take this for granted. I'm telling you. Uh, This guy is really revolutionizing the center position. He is. And um, like I've been saying, he should be in the running for MVP because the way he's playing right now and really without a co-star putting this team on his back, you know, taking all the burden, the pressure. It's been sensational, man. It really has. Uh, But shout out to Joe. We love him, man. Keep on doing your thing. I'm excited. But anyway, we have to get into what. Uh, this video is about, and that is Tobias Harris. Definitely follow me on Twitter. We're growing the family there as well, at RB Philly Take. Here's what I put out last night. Uh, Tobias Harris uh loses track of the shot clock on the inbounds pass and then laughs about it, and then the next possession, he makes a shot and tells the home crowd to, quote, stop effing clapping. Now, this is what happened in the second half last night. The thing that really set people off is, Uh, I didn't even realize what happened in the first half until later on. If you were in the stream with me, shout out to you. You know, I took some time to kind of digest this today. I wanted to see if Toby would talk to the media. He did not, but some others did. We'll talk about that. Uh, But really what I have to say is, you know, in terms of the first half, um, apparently Tobias Harris, I could not find the clip, but, you know, he was uh, pumping up the crowd as they were booing him. He was three for 10 uh, as we were going into the half. And last night, he I think he finished six for 14, 15 points. It was still bad. Um, and we were losing at halftime. Everybody was frustrated. Toby, the fans, they were booing him. And again, he was like egging on the crowd. And that was kind of the first thing. And apparently they talked about it at halftime. Then he came out. And that's what happened in the second half. You know, there was a possession. He, I guess, had a brain fart or something. Didn't realize. And then he let the shot clock run uh, off the inbounds with 1.2 to go. Then he kind of went down the floor smirking. And then... The next possession hits a shot, which we'll play right now to give some context. And then, you know, says to stop effing clapping for me to the Sixers fans. But there's the shot right there. And then, you know, stop effing clapping. Don't effing clap for me, essentially. Um, And we'll play that one more time just so you can see. Here it comes right here. Again, turns to his left. Don't effing clap for me as the Sixers. Pretty much blew it away at that point. Uh, but very interesting from Tobias Harris, a guy that we, you know, consider a vocal leader. We haven't really seen this side of him much. Um, and I've taken time to cool down and think about it. And here's what I have to say, really. Here are my thoughts in a nutshell. We'll start with Tobias Harris, okay? I've supported him a lot this year. I, I've supported him during his time here. I think that he is a great, splendid third option for this team. Maybe fourth option at this point. Um, And a lot of people obviously have been on his neck. He's frustrated, had a terrible month of December. And he's just not himself right now. He's not playing good. He he just doesn't look athletic. Can't beat Eric Gordon off the dribble. If you want me to be completely honest, like we always are, he's playing terrible. He really is. And it it sucks to see because Toby is a nice guy. He's a good dude. He's supposed to be a good leader for this locker room. and, And really, he just looks like he's in his own head. He looks really, really frustrated. And Last night, you know, okay, he's jawing at us, we're jawing at him, I get it. Um, but for Tobias Harris to come out here and, and, you know, we were supporting you, we were cheering you on, and then you tell us to stop effing clapping, and apparently Dan Burke, like I said, talked to them at halftime, tried to calm them down a little bit, they were trying to get him uh, some plays, and he just is not it right now, he's not playing well. And, you know, I mean, let me just say this, you know, professionals Tobias Harris right he's getting paid 36 million dollars a year to work on his craft and I think that's actually the highest salary per year ever for a Philadelphia athlete and it's just crazy you know these fans they they go to their jobs every day they probably get yelled at by their managers to make money to go to these games and and quite frankly us Sixers fans any fans in general right this is sports without you know people that say uh, fans can't boo or criticize, you know, then why even call it sports at that point? But anyway, these fans bust their you-know-what to go to these games. They can do what they want, okay? And quite frankly, I'm getting sick and tired of these athletes um, in terms of what they've been saying this past year. But anyway, um, yeah, these fans can do what they want. You're playing terrible, and this is how Philadelphia is, okay? And, you know... Tobias Harris, the thing about it with Toby, you know, we think about Joel Embiid, right? This same kind of thing happened two years ago, and Joel Embiid literally shushed the crowd. He was not playing like himself. He was not being aggressive. We booed him. He shushed us, put the Instagram caption about the villain and all, and then, you know, he, he wasn't as mature at that point. That was the first time, really, Joel Embiid got criticism from this fan base, and he was getting booed after all this love for years, right? And then Joel Embiid grew up. He realized that he got better, embraced it, took it to heart, and he he talks about it now, and he just understands it. You know, I interviewed George Niang a couple weeks ago, and like I said in that interview, some players just get it, the tough love that this city brings. That's what Philadelphia is about. And the thing that strikes me about Tobias Harris is that he went through this same thing. He went through this, people don't remember, in 2019. uh, I forget quote exactly don't um you know quote me here on this but it, it was something along the lines of you know these people were ready to kick me out of my house like he said that himself because he was playing terrible with a bad fit in 2019 and we were about to get on him but what happened last year Tobias you came back full force full strength everybody was supporting you now in the playoffs you didn't come up big But at least we didn't come at you like we did other people because you actually tried. You left it on the floor. You went out swinging. And we saw a lot of improvement. You played your best ball last year. And now, you know, maybe it's not the fairest thing to you because, I mean, other people might expect it. I don't expect him to be a number two option. Like I've said all year, he's a 20 point per game type of guy. We need another player. We are playing with a $30 million hole. And believe it or not, I still think. Tobias can be efficient in this offense as maybe a third or fourth option. When If you go and get another skilled offensive player, you got Joel, obviously, Maxi Curry. Maybe Toby doesn't have to play these better defenders and he can still fit in with this team. Contract decide because we know it's an awful contract. The people that somehow defend Elton Brand, okay, he's paid Tobias and 2-5 these contracts. They're terrible. I know we are handcuffed, but right now we are in win mode. I don't see Toby getting traded before two five, because at that point it's like, what, what is your goal? You know, and, and maybe we have to find a way within the scheme to make Toby fit. And he has to realize he is not a max player and take a back seat. And I think the frustration is boiling over. I'm getting sick of Danny green and, and Tobias and, you know, other people. And even doc rivers last week, like, Oh, you guys don't know ball. We are one of the most educated fan bases. Okay. We know what we're watching and, and it's some, it's tough love. How come guys like Joel and George Niang get it? You know, why do they get it? If we're booing you, it's like, have you ever had an uncle or a father, brother, sister, mother? It doesn't matter, you know, that, that they want to see you do so good that they're getting on you. They're getting on you. They want to see you do good. We want to see all these guys succeed. We want to freaking win so bad like we're on fire, okay? Literally on fire. That's how bad we want to win. We are here trying to support these players. We're getting on you. When you come out and ball, we are going to go crazy. And that's what we were doing, cheering for you last night when you started to pick it up. And then you tell us to stop effing clapping for you. And, and then my problem with that is that, you know, you come down, the, the what, the next possession, you miss a wide open layup. You're missing wide open layups. See, so here's my thing. If Tobias wants to jaw and he's out here putting up 30, fine. All all means, by all means, do what you got to do. I'm fine with this little back and forth, okay? I'm actually fine with it. But here's my thing. Come out next game and put up 25. Come out the next two games and put up 27 apiece. Show us that you have that fire because right now, we're not seeing that at all, Tobias. Right now, you're giving us 14 and 16 and 18. It's just not enough. When you're playing like crap, stop taking it. Stop taking it personal, man. We're we're booing you. We want you to pick it up and get better. That's our way of showing you, like, yo, get get better. What well, we love you. We love you. We are here to support you. So then, when you make it, and then you you know tell us to stop effing clapping, it's just like. It's annoying. I did enjoy the fact that guys like Joel and Dan Burke actually talked about the situation. Of course, they're going to support their guy, right? Their teammate, their player. uh But they did acknowledge that you know it, it kind of was out of character, and we just got to focus uh, on ourselves. But anyway, let's hear what Joel and Bead had to say about the situation. I mean, it happens to the best of us. Uh, you know, uh, frustrated that uh, it's hard. You know, when you're not know, making shots. Uh, so it's harder than, you know, I thought, you know, he's been hard. Uh, he's going to be, he's going to be better. Uh, you know, I have a lot of uh, faith in him. Uh, but, you know, uh, two years ago, I did the same thing. So it's one But I can always say fans I don't be fans. It doesn't matter if, you know, we just went on a 15-0 run. And if the other team scores, uh, they're going to boot. Uh, that's it. I love it. Uh, and like I always say, uh, you know, if you take it, uh, if you give it, you got to be able to take it to See, there's Joel Embiid. Like I just said, you know, he he said that this happened to me. This happened to me, but I got better. I embrace it. See, Joel, again, is one of those guys that just gets it because, you know, he sits there and says, well, you know, you go on a fifteen-zero run, they're going to love you. If you make a turnover, they're going to boo you. But then they're going to come right back and love you, man, and, and you – like I love what he said there at the end. You know, if you if you're gonna give it, you have to learn to uh, take it as well. So I like that. Um, Joel is just a leader, man. Just coming out and, and speaking the facts. Um, and like you said, Toby will be all right. And Dan Burke, by the way, who you know with another win now under his belt, I'm loving the way this guy is talking. And I thought he handled this perfectly. Let's hear what he had to say. He really leads by example. Not very vocal. So when when I saw him raise his hands, you know, when they were booing, you know, and, and and we talked about it at halftime. The only thing that matters is what's in that locker room or who's in that locker room and part of what we what we have to grow from my experience from last year is our our focus. Shut out that noise and uh, when we're between those lines it can't be the officials, it can't be the fans, it can't be any, anything like that. So we talked about it at halftime. Uh, we ran the first play at half for them. You know, the kid got six rebounds, three offensive that led to big buckets. Um, he got six assists, and I think he still he presses so hard on himself, and he he's got to understand. Doc has so much confidence in him, and, and we all do. And, and you know what was good? We pulled together. Joel was saying, "Call call this play for Tobias. Call that play." For him. So, isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing to have a coach you know that will come out here and um you know acknowledge what happened obviously again, supporting his guy but not just say like oh the fans were in the wrong he was in the wrong this and that like i i enjoyed that answer and i'm really liking how dan burke is talking to the team i can guarantee if that was doc rivers he would have said you know the fans are in the wrong don't boo or whatever else he would have said or just played it off but um good answer by dan burke and i i just enjoy it i i'm enjoying his presence right now it's like a you know it's really fresh it's fresh right now for this team and uh You know, like he said, Tobias will get better and and they'll keep believing in him. So shout out to Dan Burke and Joel for kind of, you know, leading the way. But at the end of the day, man, the Sixers got to get this going. Um, And and I'm just tired overall of this narrative. Like, stop acting like Philly fans are the only people that boo people around. No, like Philly fans are some of the most dedicated, passionate individuals. They want to see you succeed like no other. And when you do, and most importantly, if you're giving us the effort, we are going to support you like no other. And that's just really how I feel about it, man. And, you know, okay, it's over with, it's done with, right? We'll probably forget about it a little later on. But I'll tell you what, if you keep playing terrible, we're not going to forget about that now. So come out, Toby. I'm challenging you. Come out next game and put up 28 points. Help Joel out because right now, Joel is literally carrying this team to where it needs to go and he still needs some more help. But anyway, those are just my thoughts. Went on a little bit long. I want to hear from you. What do you think about it down below? Can Toby be salvageable? What do you think about his actions? Give me all your thoughts. Appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And like always, I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect, perfect, perfect.